All right, welcome back to another week of the Doles. We are actually recording on Saturday, so we're going to have a little bit different format today for today's games. But uh, with me, as always, is Charles. Charles, how are you doing? Hey, pretty good, man. Um, looking forward to guess. It. We're getting ready to guess in the lines, and we'll just go over the ones that are available for tonight's primetime games. So hopefully we'll get this up shortly, and... We can be listening to them before the game starts. Sounds good, man. How did we uh, How did we do last week? You want to go over that? Um, let's see. Last week, um, we had let's see. It's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games that we went over. Um, starting with the Grizz at the Magic. You guessed two and a half. Grizz, sorry, you guessed Magic. By two and a half, I guessed Grizz by one and a half. It, it was the line came out. It was Magic by seven. Um, then the Nuggets at the Cavaliers. Um, you guessed minus nine and a half. Cavs minus nine and a half. I guessed Cavs minus seven and a half. It was Cavs minus four. So I get that one. Uh, Pistons at the Heat. You guessed minus four and a half. I said minus two and a half. It came out at minus five, so you got that one there. The Celtics at the Rockets. Max, you guessed um, Rockets by four and a half. I said Rockets by five and a half. It was Rockets by eight, so I get that one. Um, Lakers at the Spurs. Max, you said minus eight and a half. I said minus nine. Uh, it ended up being Spurs by six, so you get that one. Um, the Oklahoma City at the Blazers. Uh, Max, you said it would be Blazers by one. I said it would be OKC by three and a half. I was way off. It was uh, Blazers by four and a half, so you get that one. And then the last game. Jazz at Sacramento. Um, you had the Jazz by five and a half. I had the Jazz by four and a half. It was Sacramento by, uh, or the Jazz by seven, sorry. So you get that one. Awesome. Well, yeah, not not too bad. And, uh, you know, some surprises there. Um, I think worth noting, though, you know, we talked about last week, if there are shocking odds uh, that really surprise us to probably go with that team, uh, and I think OKC and, and um, Portland is the perfect example there. You yeah. know, we, we both thought that would be a much closer line. I had a very narrow Portland uh, being favored. You had OKC being favored, and Portland's favored by four and a half. They win, and they cover. Um, so that's, that's sort of interesting to note. And then I thought the line on Denver and Cleveland would be considerably higher. It wasn't. Uh, the Nuggets actually won that game straight up. Um, you know, so, so sort of some interesting things, whereas like the Houston game was right where we thought it would be. Uh, they didn't, they won, but didn't cover, you know? So as we kind of look at these lines, um, it seems like every week there's something like that where the line is, is pretty surprising, uh, and turns out to be well-founded. You know, there's a reason, there's a reason that it's the way it is. So, yeah. Can we talk about the the Blazers real quick? Yeah. Um, 
So, I think when we talked about a week and a half ago, I think the Blazers were just starting their, this little win streak. It's not a little win streak, this substantial win streak that they're going on. And uh, I think that they were somewhere, like maybe the not the 10 to the 8 seed, somewhere around there. And in a week and a half, they've gone on this tear, and they're now moved up to the 3 seed in the West. And I was like, I was looking at this, this is insane how they've got to come that far. But really, there's only five games that separate in the West that separate the three seed um, from the seed. Actually, it's only four games that separate the three from the ten seed. So things are. I didn't realize that, but things are kind of getting crazy in the West for seeding in the um, you know from the eight to the three seed. It could be anybody at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I was watching um, the Minnesota Timberwolves when they were playing the Jazz, and during the game, they talk about how a loss would move the Timberwolves from the third seed to a tie for the sixth, and in the same in the win column, uh, they would be, or I'm sorry, in the loss column, it would actually tie them for the eight seed. So effectively, in that game that they did end up losing, uh, very weird game, by the way, too. Towns got ejected early. Teague got a flagrant two and was ejected later. You know, the wheels really came off for the Timberwolves. It was a very odd game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they effectively went from basically the three seed to the eight seed in a single game um, just yeah. in terms of the way that it shaped up because they have a huge layoff now. They had played yeah. significantly more games than most of the teams in the West. So it was like a seven-day break. Uh, but, yeah, they lost that game. And, I mean, you imagine the difference. You know, you, you win that game, yeah. you go into the break, hey, we're the three seed. Instead, they lose and are effectively tied for the eight seed. It, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. yeah, it is, it is really crazy. Um, I mean, the, the – Let's see, the, the six through the eight seed are all tied. And then there's only uh, two games that separate the three to the five seed. And then even the 10 and the 11 seed are still right in this thing. Um, or the nine and the 10 seed are right in this thing. And I guess there's an outside chance that the Lakers could make a push here. Mm. They're, they're still maybe f- five games back. But um, I don't know that it, it seems pretty wild and not nearly as crazy in the in the west in the east, the east yeah me. yeah no yeah. It, it's definitely the west is is crazy um it it's really interesting the way it's all shaking up with these teams that are tanking as well the nuggets we just talked about they beat cleveland in cleveland and then literally the very next day lose to the mavericks who are widely considered widely have essentially acknowledged that they're tanking um, but they yeah. lose at home to Dallas. So, you know, it it's pretty crazy how all that's going. And, and something I texted you a little bit uh, ago about was the Nets. Um, they don't control their own pick. There's eight teams considered to be tanking. And yet the Nets, I don't think, can come in any better than the fourth worst. So there, there's going to be at least four teams trying, actively trying to be worse than the Nets. And the Nets still are not going to be able to get there. Um, it, it's really sad. It, it really is. And it, part of that's their schedule. They're playing playoff teams down the stretch. 
and with yeah. as close as the seeding is, nobody is going to be resting. They they happen to be playing a bunch of Western playoff teams too. Um, so you know it, it's very hilarious to me though that there's eight teams actively trying to be worse than the Nets, and the Nets are still going to manage to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what do we got for this this week's lines? So, um, this week we're not guessing. We're just going to go over the lines and just see if you like it, see what we like, and if we're going to bet anything or not. But uh, the the first game this week is uh, really must-see basketball here. Um, the Phoenix Suns at the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte is favored by 11.5 points. Somehow the Suns are not the worst don't have the worst record in the NBA, but uh, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, this is a complete stay away for me betting on these two really bad teams. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Sun, look, the Suns are really bad, and they're especially bad on the road. <clears throat> um, I, I just don't see the Hornets as being eleven and a half points better than anybody. I it gun to my head i think the suns probably cover charlotte wins but the suns cover but uh it's a stay away for me too yeah um wizards at the heat heat are favored by five points is john wall playing i don't believe so uh he he may be but i don't think he is um Interesting one. You know, this is a higher spread than I would have thought for Miami here. I would have thought this was a much closer to pick them. Um, and for that reason, I'm, I'm taking Miami here. Yeah. Yeah, in the spirit of what we talked about, when that line sort of jumps out at you. I mean, I would have guessed this at maybe a one-point deal for Miami at home. So, yeah, I'm going to take the heat to cover. You're going to take the heat by the points. Yes. Um, all right, I'll join you with that. Um, I'm not, I don't know, I, I might uh, do a little more research, confirm that John Wall is out before I put place that bet. But, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I like that. We have the Spurs at the Thunder, and the Thunder are favored by five. Yeah. I just love the Spurs here. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I just watched a, a really great game by the Spurs the other day. Um, it's interesting to see with Anderson uh, emerging and, and with Aldridge playing the way that he's playing. Um, I, yeah, I love the Spurs here too. I just think they match up well here. And they've, the coaching-wise, I think they've got a huge advantage late in the year. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the next game is the Memphis Grizzlies at the Dallas Mavericks. Um, this this game is competing uh, directly with the Suns Hornets for game of the week. Um, <laughs> and the Mavericks are are not only favored at home, but they are favored by nine points at home. Yeah. And this is a complete stay away for the same reasons uh, that the Suns Hornets uh, is a complete stay away. Yeah, this is ridiculous too. I mean, I don't know how a team that has acknowledged that they're tanking is a nine-point favorite. I, I know yeah. the Grizzlies are terrible and are literally having trouble like fielding a team right now. But come right, on. but the Mavericks and the Grizzlies' records are only separated by two games. Yeah, this is it, this is crazy to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is crazy. Almost, I actually, you know, I might be rethinking this. I, I might take the Grizzlies to cover. Yeah? I might take the Grizzlies to cover and parlay it with the, the Mavericks to win. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, Plus 132. You can parlay those two things in, uh, a little better than even money. Okay, I like that. That's, That's a good I'm going to do that. <laughs> and I'll be glued to the TV for this horrible, horrible game. <laughs> Get ready to watch a lot of a lot of basketballs being dribbled off of feet. That's all I yeah, have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna look like the Washington Generals out there. <laughs> Alright, so last game. This is a, I gotta say, a fairly subpar primetime slate. Yeah. Uh, magic at the Clippers here. Um, again, I, I really don't want to bet on this game. It's Clippers, Clippers by 11 and a half. I mean, the Clippers are technically a playoff team, uh, right now in the, in the West at the eighth seed. But like we were t- I was talking about earlier, there's not that many games separating the three seed from the eighth seed in the West. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a stay away from me too. That number's just too high. Yeah, so. it's oddly high, and I don't like, like, I don't know. I don't like t- taking the Clippers at eleven and a half. No, but. and this would just be a very Clippers game to not to necessarily lose, but to have it be way closer than it should be. Yeah. 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 Like uh, a couple weeks ago, I think the. The Blazers played the Suns, and they beat the Suns by two points. But the Blazers have been like the hottest team in the NBA right now, so it's just like, it feels like one of those games, maybe where it's like this is a team that the Clippers should handle easily. But uh, right, and it's might. you know they really need this win with that West, the playoff race in the West. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, that does it for the primetime games this week. Um, uh, we got the March Madness, the Selection Sunday coming up tomorrow. So uh, maybe we'll do an early pod this week and go over our bracket selections. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have, you know, this is obviously a short pod. We have some pretty lackluster Saturday games, not much to go over. Selection Sunday is tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, our, our coming pod much more exciting. There's going to be a lot more going on, obviously, with March Madness. We'll continue to get into the NBA. Um, it should be fun, man. I, I think our idea for this bracket pick is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you early this week, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday at the latest. It's Thursday. Sounds good, man. We will get this pot up and uh, see how our picks go. And just to sort of recap for our picks here, Taking the heat by the points. Um, and then I really like your parlay here. Grizzlies to cover, Mavs to win at just better than even money. Uh, I really like that as well. And then what do you think? Magic uh, by the points just to just to go with it? I'm going to take the Magic. I'm going to put five bucks on the Magic money line. Okay. Plus 650. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I wanted to mention to you really quickly too. Um, 
Richard Sherman got released uh, yes. from the Seahawks on Friday. Yes. I read, immediately following this release, I read a CBS Sports article, the five most likely landing spots for Richard Sherman. Uh, yeah. Number one, they have the Patriots. Number two, they have the 49ers. Okay? Yes. And then yeah. it's basically every AFC West team other than the Broncos. It is every AFC West team other than the Broncos. They have the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers as the other three spots. Okay? Yeah. Then I look, and there are odds on Richard Sherman's landing place. The Patriots, Patriots are favored, but the 49ers are the worst odds other than the field. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, he's 15 to 1 to go to the Niners. I'm thinking about just throwing 10 bucks at it, you know, 10 to win 150 if he lands with your Niners. So, alright, I, I don't want him on the Niners, not because uh, the, the rivalry and the, you know, the history there with Richard Sherman, but uh, I, I'm just looking at other cornerbacks and the first the first one that comes to mind is Darrell Revis and he had an ACL tear he used to be like you know the number one cornerback in the league Mm -hmm. he had an ACL tear it took him years to recover from that uh he ended up having one maybe one and a half good seasons late in his career and then now he's not even a serviceable cornerback as we saw on the Chiefs this last season uh, where he played a half season for them. Um, Richard Sherman, his injury, Richard Sherman's 30, Terrell Revis is 32. Um, or Sorry, Richard Sherman's going to be 30 later this month, but uh, he's 29. Richard uh, Terrell Revis is 32. Terrell Revis's injury came much earlier in his career uh, and I just don't know that coming off of a, an ACL tear that Richard Sherman's going to be even a shell of his former self. You know, I, I just don't know what he's going to be next year. Yeah. Yeah, I so. can see it. Uh, my, my question, I guess, to, to any of these potential Richard Sherman suitors, uh, why, why didn't they go after Tlaib? I mean, we gave up Tlaib. Uh, to the Rams for a fifth round pick. Uh, Tlaib was a pro bowler last year, is not coming off of injury. Uh, yes, yeah. he is He is certainly getting older, but again, was in the pro bowl this past year. Um, I'd be curious for the teams that are going to likely overpay Richard Sherman, why why not make a move for, uh, for Tlaib? I think that's a little interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, while Richard Sherman does have uh, an ACL tear that he's recovering from, he doesn't have bullet fragments in his leg. So, you know, <laughs> Tlaib shot himself a couple years ago, right? What's that? Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Old Captain Insano out there, just yeah. eye-poking and throwing bones with Crabtree. Yeah, I think part of his... Uh, Part of his, uh, you know, I think part of his court um, mandated uh, community service was making a gun safety video, a gun safety with Akeem Tlaib. A <laughs> gun safety. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and it just says, you know, it, it 
So it talks about how if, you know, uh, if somebody snatches your chain, you can't necessarily pull a gun out on them. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, regardless of your, your feelings on Sherman, I'm taking, I'm taking that bet. It'd be a nice 150 bucks if he winds up there. I'm not saying he should end up there, but I yeah. like those odds. Yeah, and to be fair, the Niners do need a cornerback. Yeah. That's like the biggest glaring hole in their defense from this last season. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I, th- I think he ends up a Patriot. It just feels like a Patriots move, but we'll see. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Well, we'll talk soon. Yep.